Good morning to everybody and welcome. Goedemorgen vir allemaal wat kyk en luister. Baie welkom vir oogend. Ek bid dat die Heere elkeen sal reiklik sien. I pray that the Lord will richly bless you as we share the beautiful word of the Lord together. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that we can come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are the King of kings, Lord of lords, God of heaven and earth. And it's a privilege that you've invited us into your presence. To come and fellowship and to feast and to eat and receive of the word of the Lord this morning. Father, ek bid vir elkeen wat kyk, luister, dat die elkeen sal anraak vir myself, dat ons die errands van ons wandel met u sal sien. That we can see and experience the seriousness of being a child of God and walking with you. And that we can grow in you, Lord. Strengthen us and help us. And may you be glorified today. Thank you for where you've called us and planted us. Wherever we are dwelling, that we will be well established and for sure deeply rooted. And that we will bear fruit, Lord. That will give you glory. Thank you for everyone who's watching that may be struggling in things in their lives, Lord, that you'll give them hope and strength and courage to do the right thing. And I love you dafür, Father. Thank you for all your reen. Thank you for your goodness and your grace. And I pray that we this will in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again for watching with us. We are building on this year being deeply rooted and well established. And I trust every week in the Lord to add value to the theme that it will be real in your life. This morning I want to speak on, I would have given a long title, but I'll give a long statement a bit later. This morning I want to speak on correct response. Amazing results. As ek dit in Afrikaans moet herhaal, wil ek sê, rechte reaksie, verbasende resultate. The correct response. I'd like to start this morning by just showing you a picture. And you can see that picture is a true picture of the same place. Daar die print is die, die selfde plek. Now, if you look at the picture like that, you'll see on the, on the left side of the, of the picture is a desert, and it says before. If you look at the right side of the picture, it says after. Before and after. You know, with all the slimming products, they show a, a, a before picture, and then they show an after picture. Now, in your mind, in your cup, Sal jy dink, die prent is verkeerd om. You think that there was a mistake, because it should be the opposite way. They should have said, if you look at deserts, as jy woestijne kyk, moes jy eindelijk gesê het, the green one, the, the groen een met al die groeisel, moet eindelijk die bevoor een wees, en die woestijn het naderhand oorgeneem. The desert took over. Because they say, deserts are growing, if I'm correct. 
They say the Sahara Desert. Deserts are increasing, if you've studied at school. And the green and the lush is decreasing. Now that picture of a desert is a true picture. Now please excuse my expression. I'm English and Afrikaans and I struggle to speak Chinese. The true, the true name of that desert is the M-U-U-S, Muse Desert, in the Shanghai province of China. Thousands and thousands of hectares of desert has been transformed by the Chinese people to 93.4% of the original desert is gone. And it's now Greenland producing. That before and after photo is correct. I'll tell you something in Afrikaans. This is interesting. This is no ware feite. Die mense wat kaarte druk. People that print new maps have a challenge because they, they cannot print the desert anymore because it's no longer a desert. How's that for good news? True story. Dis nie meer a woestijn nie. Dis nou Groenland. Nou, hoe sê jy muse Desert when there's not a desert. En so baie keer praat ons van the before and the after in die sin van the before was better and the after is worse. Weet jy in die oude, lang terug, maar nou is het erger, slechter. Die woestijn sê een ander ding. Die woestijn sê, Die begin was slecht, die einde is amazing. And when God comes into your life, He wants it to be as the picture, and it's no mistake. Dit word nie erger of slechter nie, dit neem toe beter. Ah, maar wat vat het, dat het beter toeneem? Die ene wat hulle sê is, daar was een bereidheid onder die, die mense, die volk. En daar was een gewilligheid om hand aan die ploeg te sit en daar die woestijn te draai. Na iets wat hy sê, duisend jaar terug was dit in Groenland. Willingness and hand to the plow and obedience within a num- couple of years, they transformed the desert. If you look at the next picture, you'll see a beautiful picture of a fruit basket. And it's amazing, the ability, for the farmers who are watching, it's amazing the ability of a land, what it can produce, when it's worked correct. Is it not true? Dis verstommend die vermoe van een land om te produceer as hy recht bewerk word. So you are watching, and you are watching, yeah, say with me, I'm a land. You see, God sees you as a land that has the ability to have a great produce. You don't have to be a desert. Jy hoef nie een woestijn te wees die rest van jou leven nie. Dit help nie om te sê, toe ek in standaard 8 was, in die nieuwe taal, graad 10, 
When I was in grade 10 and I was in grade 12 and I was in university, I was so on fire for the Lord and it was going wonderful. But today I'm just like a desert. Sê met my praat is daar nie, lewe nie. Want dis die wet van die die wereld dat goed achteruit gaan. Maar die wet van die Heere is dat goed verbeter. En meer vrucht trouw. Wereld, nee, ek het nie gesê van die oorspronkelijke wet van die aarde wat God gesê het is om te produceer. And so I think anybody would love to have your land filled with good produce. Ek wil. I'd love my land to produce like that. But the question is, am I willing to go the journey? Or do we say, ach nee, wat is... Die, 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 die moeite is te veel, hy moet maar woestijn bly, that's the much just stay a desert, and guess what, it will stay a desert, <laughs> I want you to look with me, to the first verse in Psalm 107, verse 35, kyk na die vermoe van God, en ek wil hee, jy moet het eers, eers in die context van jou, I want you to first look in the, context of your own life. Don't look at the others. Everybody, whenever we talk, we look at South Africa. Oh, South Africa can change back. No, no. You're looking at you this morning. No, you leave South Africa. Look at Alan. Look at the potential of God in you or with you. Look what he says in Psalm 107 verse 35. He says he turns a desert into a pool of water. Dry land into springs of water. That's the ability of God. The ability of God is to reverse the desert back into a fruitful land. That's in the Bible. That's in Chinese where it uitgevind het nie. God sê dit in die woord. Hy sê hy kan een dorre woestijn weer draai in waterlande met, met, met uh, uh, um, fonteine van lewe wat uit die woestijn opkom. We did it last week. We started to end off with this. I say, Psalm it may blah. If you go with me, to, if you're watching and looking with your Bibles, Isaiah 1 verse 19, it says, and you can follow with me, it says, if you are willing and obedient, you will, true, you will eat. Remember the picture I showed you with all the fruit. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. Alan, you have to accept it. You often eat the scraps of the land because you are not willing and obedient. Baie keer eet ons die, die, die ou goed, omdat ons nie gewillig is om te eet of te bewerk. Dit wat God sê dat ons kan eet, die wonderlijke oes wat die Heere vir ons het. Afrikaans Jesaja 1 vers 19 sê, as jylle gewillig is en luister, sal jylle die goeie van die land eet. Maar dit is nou bykie meer van laatst week. Wat is die sleetels tot hierdie? What, what, what is God? You know, God works in partnership with people. That desert would never have changed in China if the people didn't work with what the government planned. Mark it sin. Die regering besluit, die mens is gewillig, 
sit hand aan die ploeg, en hulle eer die vrug van die land. God sê iets, die hoofregering van die heelal, hy sê iets, en ons moet besluit, is ons gewillig? Gaan ons hand aan die ploeg sit, of gaan ons dit net los? Hoekom? Als te veel moeite. Of, dit pas my nie. Ach, nee wat, this regering says we gotta go with scoffles and start digging those dunes. No, I'm not gonna worry with that. Ek het my bykie water en kossies. Ek survive sonder dit. Ek gaan nou bykie draai, I'm gonna swing now. And um, yeah, I'd like you to send this, this clip to friends and family. I'm gonna start in the Bible on a different track and we'll come back to this. In Mark chapter 10, verse 12. <coughs> Mark chapter 10, uh, uh, sorry, verse 17. It's a very well-known story in the Bible. Baie bekende verhaal in die Bible. En ons gaan dit bykie deurwerk, maar voor ons dit doen, let's pray just before we go into that. Dear Lord, help each of us watching and listening not to think of someone else when we hear your word, but think of our own hearts, our own lands. And may your anointing by your Holy Spirit speak, convict, and may we start seeing the land, the desert land reversed. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to read in Mark chapter 10 verse 17. <coughs> it's a story of the rich young man. And I'm going to be reading it, and then I'm going to break it up. It says, as he was setting out, Jesus, as he was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Let's just stop there. Jesus is on a journey, and this young man wants to speak to Jesus. Here's the point. Hierdie jongman wil met Jesus praat. Sê saam met my, hy stel rechtig belang. <laughs> hy stel rechtig belang. He really was interested, as he wouldn't have done it. It says this man ran, as Jesus was on a journey, the man ran up to Jesus, and then it says, knelt down, that speaks volumes. Ran to Jesus and then knelt. When last have you and me ran to Jesus and knelt down at his feet? It's an urgency and a humbleness combined in that young man. Daar was een dringendheid en een nederigheid in hierdie man. Hy hardloop en hy val op sy knie voor Jesus. Dit wat die Bijbel sê. Ek geloof die Bible. It says he ran, he went down on his knees, and he asked him, so he did what we spoke a few weeks ago, ask. You have not because you ask not. He asked, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now, on the for you guys watching, this was old covenant. Eh? Jesus hadn't come and died on the cross in his blood. And he says, what must I do? Then Jesus said, why do you call me good? No one is good but God. That's fine. We're not going to talk on that. Then he said, you know the commandments. Don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. 
Don't bear false witness. Don't defraud. Honor your mother and father. And here your man verbaas Jesus. And he says to him in the next part of it, uh, Mark 10 verse 20, he says, he said to him, have you got it? Mark 10 verse 20. And he said to him, teacher, I have kept all these from my youth. Here was a godsdienstige young man. He had the wette on her own. He had hard to na Jesus. He is nederig, he fell by his feet on his knees and he said, I seek wahre life, ewige life. What must I do? Jesus said, onderhoud die geboeie. He said, dit, 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 ek het. Amal. Mark 10 says, Teacher, verse 20, I have kept all these from my youth. Then looking at him, Jesus loved him. Wee wat? Ek dink, nou, dis a dink, dis is a presumption. I think this man touched Jesus' heart. Ek wil nie sê, hy het Jesus beindruk nie, maar ek dink, hy het Jesus' hart aangeraak. Jesus looked at him, loved him, and said to him, now follow this, you lack one thing, sell all you have. Hmm, hier kom die ding. Sell all you have. Sell all you have. Have you ever sold something before? Have you ever sold? You're watching. Have you ever sold something? Let's start with the first one. I have. I have sold many cars. And once you sign the deal, it's no longer yours. It's a loosening of what, what once was yours or special to you. I'm cut off. Verkoop. Koop in verkoop. Pankieswinkel. <coughs> Excuse me. The minute you sell, it's over. The minute you don't sell, it's yours. Jesus says to him, you've just got one thing still lacking, my friend. You're an amazing young man. You're humble. You kneel. You pray. You do the commandments. But you've got one thing lacking now for true riches in heaven. Go and sell. What did he have to sell? <coughs> Jesus says to him, go and sell all you have and give to the poor. You know what he's saying by that? Go and sell all you have and give to the people that didn't even work for it. Didn't sell it for a good deal. Sell it and give to the poor. In other words, you're cutting off completely. You understand? He says, go and sell all you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. Jesus says an interesting thing. My friend, as long as you've still got all these possessions, following me is never going to work effectively. So long that you all your goeders het, gaan jou volg van my altyd a woestijn ervaring wees. Voor ek het sê, wil ek sê, Jesus weet wat om te sê verkoop. 
I must just say this. God is not against you having possessions. We all have possessions. Some more, some less. But if that possession, if your attachment to your possessions is so powerful emotionally, the connection, it's going to rob you of entering that place of building treasures in heaven. And you can say to Jesus, but I don't murder, I don't steal, I don't, I don't commit adultery, I'm not having fraud. I'm not. And he's saying, whoa, thank you, I know that. But this is blocking you. You've become too attached. Your security, your, your everything is lying too much in this. Go and sell. Follow me. And you know what? Sell. And don't keep the money. Give to the poor. And follow me. Then you're going to store up treasures in heaven. Bible says, but he, the young man, was stunned. You know, stunned grenade was, uh, he was stunned at his demand. And he went away grieving. Now, it's very interesting in the original, I was telling someone this week, in the original, I've never had a baby before. My wife has. That word, Grieving is the same word that's used for the anguish and the pain of a mother at childbirth, although that's physical. This man suffered emotionally like you can't believe. He had geleid emotioneel soos jy nie kan gloe op daarie versoek van Jesus. Hoekom? Want in sy kop het hy gesê, ek het gewerk, ek het het opgebouw, ek het jarig vat om dit te kom, en nou vrachties, kom Jesus en sê verkoop. Jesus het nie gesê verkoop om om te spuit, hy het gesê verkoop, omdat dit jou skatte in die jimmel sal bring, wat enige wette wat jy nahou, kan nie vir jou gee nie. Want jy is so attached, jou sekuriteit, jou alles is daar binnen in, en hy sê, as jy jou breek met dit, en die koop en verkoop deel is dier, dan gaan jy begin lewe dan volg jy my, soos jy nog nooit geweet het, wat het behels. <coughs> it says he was stunned at this demand, and he went away grieving because he had many possessions. I want to just ask you, you watching, we're going to get to that now, now, what's blocking you at the moment? Listen nicely, God is not against everyone God wants to bless and your possessions are part of what you work for and build up. But what is God saying to you that you're not willing to release and give? Yeah, but Jesus said it nooit vandag vir my sê. Okay. I'm challenged the same. You see our minds play games and say Jesus will never tell me to sell that and give the money to the poor. Okay. You see, we're in a time to the building up of the second coming of Jesus that he wants to get his church ready to be so free from the chains that this world gives us and that we can follow him and trust him in a new dimension. Mark chapter 10, verse 17 in Afrikaans, the 1953 version, it says, En toe hy op die pad uitgaan, hardloop daar een na hom, hardloop. 
en val voor hom nederig op sy knieën. en vraag hom, goeie meester, wat moet ik doen om die eeuwige leven te beërven? en Jesus sê vir hom, waarom noem je mij goed? Niemand is goed behalve een, namelijk God. Jy ken die geboeie, en dan gee jy al die geboeie. And then if we go back to verse 20, verse 20. Maar hy antwoord en sê, om meester, al hierdie dinge het ek onderhou van my jeugd af. Jesus het om aangekyk en om lief gekry, en vir hom gesê, een ding kom jy kort. Gaan verkoop alles, wat jy het en gee aan die armes, en jy sal een skat in die hemel hee, dan kom hier, neem die kruis op en volg my. Maar hy het treerig geword oor die woord. Spelvoel he, hy treerig geword oor die woord. En nou, toe ek hierdie lees, het hierdie man se leven van totale joy <laughs> gedraai binnen vijf secondes na treerigheid. Can you believe that you can move from total excitement and joy to despair in five seconds when you're with God? You see, the gospel that gets sold today is just come to Jesus, you'll be happy. He'll never put any demand on you. He doesn't expect anything from you. It's paid on the cross. He won't ask you to pay any price. He's paid the price. That's a false gospel. He has paid the price. Salvation is through him. But to follow him, somewhere he'll say to you, don't you want to cut this out of your life? And you know what? Don't get any value back. Just bless and move on. Follow me. Because you can build up treasures in heaven. I was shocked with the Afrikaans. Maar hy het treerig geword oor die woord en bedroef weggegaan want hy het baie besittings gehad you can look at the next picture that I'm going to put up and this is very powerful I want you to you who are yeah, and those who are watching I want you really just to put this in your spirit because this is now what we call raw gospel Ek is saam jylle in die ding hoor. Encountering God's love does not mean you've experienced God's victory. Encountering God's love does not mean I've experienced God's victory. I've only encountered his love. Die reik man jong, die reik jong man, het ingeloop in Jesus' liefde in. Die Bijbel sê, hy het om lief gehad. Kan jy dink om voor Jesus' teenwoordigheid te staan? Die liefde, want hy het niks nie liefde nie. Hy het die liefde wat oor die jong man gekom het, hy kniel voor hom, en hy sê, ek kom na u toe, ek soek hierdie leven. En hy sê, Great, doen dit, hy sê, ek het dit alles al gedoen, hy sê, great, verkoop al jou goed, kom, kom volg my, en hy sê, no, I can't do this. Many of you who are watching and listening have encountered God's love, but many of us struggle with God's victory because we're not obedient. Obedience 
has a greater key in your life than what you understand. It wasn't about the possessions. It's about that which was holding him back from really breaking through with God. Isaiah 1 verse 19, we've started it and we'll look at it again. It says, if you are willing and obedient. Young man, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat fruit of the land when you follow me that you didn't know even exists. Young man, as you gewillig is and you volg my, neem your kruis op, sal jy vrug eet van die land wat jy nie eens gedroom het daar oor. And Jesus said it. Jesus had klop nie achter om aan nie. Jesus didn't run after him and said, whoa, 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 okay, we'll change it, don't worry. Just, just, you don't have to do that. Just, ah, because he knows what is, is it's going to take to have that produce. He says, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good things of the land. Jesaja 1 vers 19, as jylle gewillig is en luister, sal jylle die goeie van die land eet. The last picture you can see, I had it as well last week, I said, it's never too late to obey God. It's never too late to obey God. God is not foolish and destroy you. When God says, cut this out of your life, it's not to destroy you, it's to build you. When God says, this thing is blocking you and me, get rid of it. It's not because he wants to harm you. It's because he wants to see the land go from a desert to a fruitful, producing piece of ground. Amen? He doesn't want to destroy you. I have to ask you something. What are you so attached to that you believe if you don't have it, you can't live. Can I say it in English again? I'm saying it to myself. What are you so attached to that you believe if it gets cut loose, you can't carry on living? I'm not talking about your wife. I'm talking about what are you so attached to that if you release it, you believe you can't live. That's why so many people, when something doesn't work out, they go and commit suicide. Because they're so attached to that, they think life is in that. What is jy so vastgevang in, en dit gee jou soveel emotionele stichting, dat as Jesus sê, raak ontslaat, sê jy, kan nie. Ek, dit, ek kan dit net nie doen nie. En nou gaat jy, treerig. Van wat? Van sy woord. Nie treerig om aan die kerk verkeerd tussen mense, dit, treerig oor sy woord. Twee snijdende swaard. I've written some down here as we close off. Maybe you experiencing God's love for the first time in your life. First time. You're sitting somewhere, you got to, you met with the Lord, maybe now God's just speaking to you. And in this amazing experience of God's love, please open your heart to be obedient. 
Not what people say. Not some emotional hype that you go and sell everything and go and buy a caravan and preach the gospel because of an emotional hype. It will destroy you completely. Please don't do that. But what is there in God's love when he's touched you and you're fellowshipping with God and God says, I want you to stop this, get rid of this. It's blocking you. Let that love experience finish its circle in your life. He won't harm you. He's your father. In fact, you will produce fruit beyond your wildest dreams. Is there something you're scared of this morning? What are you scared of? And I know that from my own life. My wife will often say, have you spoken to God about that, Alan? Now I'm being transparent. For all you who are watching, don't be shocked. I think pastors need to be more transparent. Then my wife will say, have you spoken to God about this? And I'll say, no. She'll say, why? I said, because I think I know what he's going to say. I'm serious. Het jy al met die Heere gepraat oor hierdie goed? Nee, hoekom? Want ek weet wat hy gaan sê. Ek wil nie te nabij kom in hierdie ding, want as ek nabij kom, gaan hy die ding aanraak. Want ek weet, die ding blok my. If you're encountering his love, keep going, keep going, and start encountering his victory with Don't encounter his love and it's, ooh, and I'm on my knees and I'm crying and it's wonderful. And then the first time he talks, I back off because it doesn't suit me. And that's not arrogance. It's just his word is going to tell you stuff you don't want to hear because he loves you. Don't make excuses any longer. And I say that to myself, Alan, moet nie verskonings aanhoudend uitdink om my deurbraak te aanhoudend te mis. En jy maak verskonings. En verskonings. En jy weet het. Sorry, the word is quite strong today. Maybe you've had a wonderful experience and you've turned back. You started the process and you've turned back and said, it's too much. Price is too high. I like this. I like what this is giving me. Smart. Price is too high. You were going to do it and you haven't. The first thing I said is, if you meet God's love, don't stop. Second, if you've met it, you started and you turned back. Please go back. It's never too late to obey God. Go back and say, Lord, I, I chickened out. Your word was too hard. But I'm coming back to you because you're the best place. Lord, you're the best person to be with in my life. It doesn't help. I dodge you. That <laughs> help me. Ek vermy die Heere nie. Ek like sy liefde, maar sy woorde, uh-uh. No. Ek is so dankbaar vir sy liefde. En sy woord gaan my behou. Oops. Allow God I'll finish off with this this morning. Allow God, like that desert, allow God to put his hands and his handiwork on those desert areas of your life. Laat toe dat die Heere sy handige vermoe opsit in hy woestijn plekke. Maybe it's your marriage, maybe it's your finances, maybe it's your relationships, 
Maybe it's your fears. Maybe it's your emotional attachments that anyway mean nothing. Maybe it's your whatever it is. Ah, you let God show you that you believe you can't live without. Let him put his hands in and start turning that dry patches into a land that produces fruit. And then you become this fruit bearer for God. May God's blessing be on his word today. For those here and for those watching, I pray that the Lord will really be the follow, the one who follows up on this word by his Holy Spirit. Dat hy hulle gees die naprediker sal wees, en hierdie woord, in klein stappies en treekies sal ons gehoorzaam wees. Hy sal nooit sê, verkoop of raak ons sla, om jou net te nakom. Nee, hy doen het juist, dat jy sal begin skatte in die hemel opbou, en ware vrug dra, boe jou wilste drome. Ons bid saam. Father, thank you for the privilege of your word this morning. For all of us, we can't tell each other what to do, but you can tell us what to do. Your word is welcome in our lives. When you say, sell up, then we will follow you. Give each one watching the strength to overcome the fears, to have the attachments emotionally broken, and that we'll be able to say, I'm following the Lord, because that's where the land becomes a fruitful, fruit-bearing oasis, moving from a desert into a fruitful land. And I honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for watching and sharing. Have a wonderful week. Thank you. Lift your hands, lift your voice and sing.